You're listening to the 2018 Toronto Blue Jays Year in Review. Brought to you by the Jays Journal and AriShapiro.ca. listening audience as to how excruciating it's been this year to do these player in reviews when most of the players involved for the 2018 Toronto Blue Jays had really really difficult years I mean it was a huge challenge last year I don't think we can argue with that but interestingly enough today's player in review was one of the few Blue Jays that at least from a sabermetrics perspective, had a pretty decent year. I am, of course, referring to Superman himself, Kevin Pillar, a player that has really polarized the fan base over the last few years, knowing that his claim to fame was his amazing defensive play and miraculous game-saving catches And unfortunately, one thing that didn't change for Kevin Pillar was that when it came to taking his hacks at the plate, it was pretty much the same thing as we've come to expect as Blue Jays fans. And I don't want to turn this into an opportunity to simply criticize and slag the pride of California State University in Dominguez Hills and Carson, California. I mean, after all... Kevin Pillar was drafted 979th overall. And that's that's really an amazing stat when you consider that the only other major league player to get to the show that late was Billy Burns. And I'm not even certain if he's in baseball anymore. In fact, there's a pretty good chance he's not. But one thing is for certain that when you get drafted in the 32nd round of the 2011 Major League Baseball June Amateur Draft... There really is no doubting your resiliency and how you handle adversity. And that's something that Kevin Pillar has done through his entire career. The California native is someone that made three and a quarter million dollars last year and is under control through 2021 at $5.3 million this year. And considering his 2.5 wins above replacement, I think that it's not saying a great deal to appreciate that at least with Pilar, you've not only got a tradable asset, but someone who at least can contribute to a team that wasn't getting many contributions from players in a positive sense. And Kevin, of course, was no exception in his inconsistency. A sterling 305 April where he hit four home runs with 14 RBIs and a, for him, ungodly 351 on-base percentage quickly devolved and bottomed out in June when he was back to hitting just over 200. And even a a rebound in August couldn't take away from the fact that it was a disappointing season, one that I think he was expecting a great deal more from, knowing that the previous year he had busted out of the gate 
and showed the fans what he was capable of, again with the bat in hand. And unfortunately, we all know what happened with a certain slur or expletive, or shall we say, speaking before thinking exercise that led him straight into hot water and, and such that he lost all momentum. By the time he came back, he was a shell of whatever Kevin Pillar was trying to become. And what he is for fans of this team is someone that gained a great deal of credibility as a defensive player, as a true stalwart. He's got the 22nd best fielding percentage in baseball. Did you know that? 991 percentage. And in terms of defensive war amongst active players in Major League Baseball, impressively, Kevin Pillar is 34th out of 864 players. And I, I can't emphasize that enough. There is no questioning his commitment to the defensive side of his game. It's something that's translated, albeit into zero gold gloves, but into some very, very gouty seasons of defensive runs saved. Who can forget 22 in 2015, 21 in 2016, 15 in 2017, and here's where, looking back at Kevin's 2018 baseball season, it's obvious that, for him, things really fell off the tracks defensively. He was a minus two last year with a 984 save percentage. So all the acclaim associated with some of the advanced sabermetrics are no longer in his favor. And it was interesting because Chris Henderson from the Jays Journal had an article back in December on the 2nd which he called Blue Jays make the right call in tendering Kevin Pillar a contract, that I found this really, really interesting quote you'd appreciate. It really illustrates the perspective of where the Blue Jays are at when it comes to their outfield and what they're expecting to do in the new year and how they're going to tackle this rebuild. Quote, The reality is the Blue Jays don't have a ton of outfielders ready to take over the big league reins. Pilar will be joined by a fleet that will include some combination of Randall Grichuk, Teoscar Hernandez, Billy McKinney, and maybe Dwight Smith Jr. There are other options in the minors like Jonathan Davis, Anthony Alford, Dalton Pompey, if he's kept around, or even recent convert Kevin Biggio. However, in the immediate term, I don't see the rush in pushing Pilar out the door. End quote. And that's Chris Anderson. Someone that you know publishes a great deal of his thoughts on the Blue Jays. And he's very, very conciliatory to the reality of what Kevin is facing. The Blue Jays are looking to get younger. They're looking to save money. And for Kevin, this really doesn't bode very well. Especially if he finds himself playing exceptional baseball in April and May. And then quickly becomes trade bait. For fans of the team, this is something I think many would welcome considering that he's now 30 years old and his best years are likely behind him. And it's funny because all that love and adoration that was constructed on his Superman brand, you know, no one will forget those 2015 and 2016 extraordinarily breathtaking catches and leaps and efforts to prevent the opposition from scoring when you're not at the plate. It's something that writer Hayden Godfrey of the Jays Journal wrote about back in in October on the 28th in an article he called Was Kevin Pillar Snubbed for a Gold Glove? Quote, 
Perhaps Kevin Kiermeyer did deserve that award in 2016, and by many accounts he certainly did. Still, those defensive metrics can often be deceiving, and many dedicated baseball analysts, both partisan and not, were surprised that Pilar didn't win. This year, the metrics did in fact line up perfectly with the performance. He was good. He just wasn't that good. Though he played every day, minus a short DL stint, and made the plays he needed to, he didn't exceed expectations and make jaws drop by leaping through the air. He was solid, nothing more, nothing less. End quote. For this player in particular, I've, I've really found myself grappling with a love-hate relationship because I do appreciate the value of a starting outfielder who can defend on the level of achievement and growth and development that Kevin Pillar has done for this Blue Jays team. He redefined what it means to patrol the outfield at his post and center for a team that's had some, well, pretty damn good center fielders. And as someone who had the chance to watch the Shaker Lloyd Mosby and, of course, Devo Devon White during the glory years and the incredible Vernon Wells, and I say incredible because he made every play look effortless and truly refined. For Kevin, this was a huge step forward that a baseball player can can chisel his legacy with a club. But unfortunately, at the plate, Kevin continued to be what Kevin is, which is a serviceable at best fourth outfielder's craft being put on display when trying to swing that bat and create something for his team offensively. And, and that resonates with his career stats. I mean, last year he hit 252 and his career average is 261. He had 15 home runs and that's about what he averages every year. You know what you're going to get with Kevin Pillar. And unfortunately, with a, a career 298 on-base percentage, you're talking about a player who really can't be relied upon to get on base when it matters most. And I think for... This Blue Jays team, which had so much difficulty scoring runs last year and in the last couple of years, the direction they're going to head in will not include Kevin as being part of that blueprint. Writer Clayton Riche at the Jays Journal, back in an article again in October, it was called, What type of return could Kevin Pillar yield in a trade? And I found it very interesting because I found this particular quote for you. Quote, there is no questioning Kevin Pillar is a solid baseball player who would run through a wall to catch a ball for his team. However, he may be the most overvalued 252 hitter in the majors, and fans of the team may be surprised by the lackluster return the Jays get in a trade for their beloved outfielder. End quote. And there it is, really, to sum up the year that was and might be for Kevin Pillar. I would certainly expect that he'll show up at spring training and bring his A-game and do whatever he can to make a difference, but for many, many loyalists of this ball club, I think we've reached that point where management has recognized the quantity that he is, and for fans as well, no longer harboring over the illusion that he could be something more than what he's proven to be over the last couple of years, which again is a serviceable player you'd love to have on the bench, but to call him a starting center fielder in this day and age of baseball competition, I fear, is not the way to go. One hopes that if Kevin does manage to overperform and get himself traded off this team, that he can still continue his career at a clip that allows him to continue earning, looking after his family, you know, doing all the great stuff that we appreciated 
because he does have those intangibles. He did do his best to be a model citizen, but unfortunately in this particular era of Blue Jays baseball, it may have been too much to ask for Superman to continue going out and trying to slay the dragon. Let's see what happens down the road. <laughs>